0: Listen to God's Word for April 16th. Today's reading is 1 Samuel 18 and 19. May God bless this reading of His Word. 1 Samuel 18 After David had finished speaking with Saul, the souls of Jonathan and David were knit together, and Jonathan loved him as himself. And from that day... Saul kept David with him, and did not let him return to his father's house. Then Jonathan made a covenant with David, because he loved him as himself. And Jonathan removed the robe he was wearing, and gave it to David, along with his tunic, his sword, his bow, and his belt. So David marched out and prospered in everything Saul sent him to do. And Saul set him over the men of war. And this was pleasing in the sight of all the people and of Saul's officers as well. As the troops were returning home after David had killed the Philistine, the women came out of all the cities of Israel to meet King Saul with singing and dancing, with joyful songs, and with tambourines and other instruments. And as the women danced, they sang out, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his tens of thousands. And Saul was furious and resented this song. They have ascribed tens of thousands to David, he said, but only thousands to me. What more can he have but the kingdom? And from that day forward, Saul kept a jealous eye on David. The next day, a spirit of distress sent from God came upon Saul, and he prophesied inside the house while David played the harp as usual. Now Saul was holding a spear, and he hurled it, thinking, I will pin David to the wall. But David eluded him twice. So Saul was afraid of David, because the Lord was with David, but had departed from Saul. Therefore Saul sent David away, and gave him command of a thousand men. David led the troops out to battle and back, and he continued to prosper in all his ways, because the Lord was with him. When Saul saw that David was very successful, he was afraid of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David, because he was leading them out to battle and back. Then Saul said to David, Here is my older daughter Merab. I will give her to you in marriage. Only be valiant for me and fight the Lord's battles." But Saul was thinking, I need not raise my hand against him, let the hand of the Philistines be against him. And David said to Saul, Who am I, and what is my family or my father's clan in Israel, that I should become the son-in-law of the king? So when it was time to give Saul's daughter Merab to David, she was given in marriage to Adriel of Meholah. Now Saul's daughter Michael loved David. And when this was reported to Saul, it pleased him. I will give her to David, Saul thought, so that she may be a snare to him, and the hand of the Philistines may be against him. So Saul said to David, For a second time now you can be my son-in-law. Then Saul ordered his servants, Speak to David privately, and tell him, Behold, the king is pleased with you, and all his servants love you now therefore become his son-in-law. But when Saul's servants relayed these words to David, he replied, Does it seem trivial in your sight to be the son-in-law of the king? I am a poor man, and lightly esteemed. And the servants told Saul what David had said. Saul replied, Say to David, The king desires no other dowry but a hundred Philistine foreskins as revenge on his enemies. But Saul intended to cause David's death at the hands of the Philistines. When the servants reported these terms to David, he was pleased to become the king's son-in-law. Before the wedding day arrived, David and his men went out and killed two hundred Philistines. He brought their foreskins and presented them as payment in full to become the king's son-in-law. Then Saul gave his daughter Michael to David in marriage. When Saul realized that the Lord was with David and that his daughter Michael loved David, he grew even more afraid of David. So from then on, Saul was David's enemy. Every time the Philistine commanders came out for battle, David was more successful than all of Saul's officers, so that his name was highly esteemed. 1 Samuel 19 Then Saul ordered his son Jonathan and all his servants to kill David. But Jonathan delighted greatly in David, so he warned David, saying, My father Saul intends to kill you. Be on your guard in the morning." Find a secret place and hide there. I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where you are, so I can ask about you. And if I find out anything, I will tell you. Then Jonathan spoke well of David to his father Saul, and said to him, The king should not sin against his servant David. He has not sinned against you. In fact, his actions have been highly beneficial to you. He took his life in his hands when he struck down the Philistine, and the Lord worked a great salvation for all Israel. You saw it and rejoiced. So why would you sin against innocent blood by killing David for no reason? Saul listened to the voice of Jonathan and swore an oath, As surely as the Lord lives, David will not be put to death. So Jonathan summoned David and told him all these things. Then Jonathan brought David to Saul to serve him as he had before. When war broke out again, David went out and fought the Philistines and struck them with such a mighty blow that they fled before him. But as Saul was sitting in his house with his spear in his hand, a spirit of distress from the Lord came upon him. While David was playing the harp, Saul tried to pin him to the wall with his spear, but the spear struck the wall, and David eluded him, ran away, and escaped that night. Then Saul sent messengers to David's house to watch him and kill him in the morning. But David's wife Michael warned him, If you do not run for your life tonight, tomorrow you will be dead. So Michael lowered David from the window And he ran away and escaped. Then Michael took a household idol and laid it in the bed, placed some goat hair on its head, and covered it with a garment. When Saul sent the messengers to seize David, Michael said, He is ill. But Saul sent the messengers back to see David, and told them, Bring him up to me in his bed, so I can kill him. And when the messengers entered, there was the idol in the bed with the quilt of goat's hair on its head. And Saul said to Michael, Why did you deceive me like this? You sent my enemy away, and he has escaped. Michael replied, He said to me, Help me get away, or I will kill you. So David ran away and escaped. And he went to Samuel at Ramah, and told him all that Saul had done to him. Then he and Samuel went to Naath and stayed there. When Saul was told that David was at Naath in Ramah, he sent messengers to capture him. But when they saw the group of prophets prophesying with Samuel leading them, the Spirit of God came upon them, and Saul's messengers also began to prophesy. When this was reported to Saul, he sent more messengers, but they began to prophesy as well. So Saul tried again, and sent messengers a third time, and even they began to prophesy. Finally Saul himself left for Ramah, and came to the large cistern at Sikkiu, where he asked, Where are Samuel and David? At Naath in Ramah, he was told. So Saul went to Naath in Ramah. But the Spirit of God came upon even Saul, and he walked along prophesying until he came to Naath in Ramah. Then Saul stripped off his robes and also prophesied before Samuel. And he collapsed and lay naked all that day and night. That is why it is said, Is Saul also among the prophets? Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at listen dot org.